the Johnson's Wax Program with Fibber McGee and Molly. Johnson's Wax Products for Home and Industry present Fibber McGee and Molly with Bill Thompson, Gail Gordon, Arthur Q. Bryan, and me, Harlow Wilcox. The script is by Don Quinn and Phil Leslie. Music by the Kingsmen and Billy Mills Orchestra. What would you say does most in making a home beautiful? Well, for my money, nothing adds so much beauty as shining wax-polished floors. Floors polished regularly with genuine Johnson's Wax have such a lovely, mellow appearance. They're so smooth and lustrous, and they set off your furnishings to such charming advantage. Of course, gleaming wax-polished floors are easy to have. Just apply a little Johnson's paste or liquid wax, buff, and right away your floors, too, will have that rich wax luster all the world admires. They will also be well protected against wear and scuff marks, and they'll be so easy to keep shining clean. Besides floors, Johnson's Wax adds a bright, glowing sparkle to furniture and woodwork, not to mention a hundred household accessories. In fact, use of genuine Johnson's Wax is a method of housekeeping, protective housekeeping to take the place of constant soap and water scrubbing. Try it, won't you? Johnson's Paste or Liquid Wax to bring out the beauty of the home. Look on the bright side, shine up the right side, bring out the beauty of the If a woman feels the need of a change of scenery, what does she do? Well, if she's loaded with folding money and looks chic in ski pants, she may go up to Sun Valley or dash over to the Swiss Alps. Or if she's on a short budget, she may just dash down to the Bonton department store in Wistful Vista and buy a new bread box with matching canisters. Like Mrs. McGee of Fibber McGee and Molly. McGee, don't they look pretty? My dear, I was just about to remark that I have never seen utensils made with such exquisite craftsmanship, such cemetery of line, and of such delicate proportions. The finish is superb, and the color is simply breathtaking. Then you're really pleased with them. I certainly am. What are they? <laughs> what are they? Why, heavenly days, it's a bread box and some matching canisters. Huh? My goodness, can't you read the printing on them? That Oh, wait till I turn them around. Oh. Red, flour, sugar, and tea. Ah, very nice. That's a pretty shade of pink, all right. What do they call it? Pink? <laughs> yes, the sales girl said it was the latest shade. Spanked baby pink. <laughs> Spanked baby pink. That's very descriptive. They certainly think up some fancy new colors these days. The only thing is, I'd see... Oh, what's the matter with me? It don't really matter. What, McGee? What, what? What's wrong with them? Well, maybe it's just because I'm so sensitive to my surroundings. Maybe it's because I got such a delicate sense of color harmony, but don't you think these uh, spanked baby pink canisters kind of clash with our kitchen? Hmm. Well, if you hadn't mentioned it, I never would have noticed, but it does make the kitchen look sort of dingy by contrast, doesn't it? Yeah. Shall I take them back and change them? No, I got a better idea. Paint the kitchen to match the new bread box. <laughs> If you think we can find a painter who can match this color... What do you mean, find one? Who do you think got the B-plus all through grade school for painting the best daffodils? <laughs> who once had the maple leaf he colored and cut out of cardboard pinned up in front of the whole fifth grade? 
Who was it that was always chose to draw a turkey in colored chalk on the blackboard the week before Thanksgiving? Who was it? I give up. Me. It was? You said it. Look, I'll trot down to the hardware store and get a batch of paints and brushes and linseed oil and twerpentine, and I'll have this kitchen redecorated before you can say, oh, no, not that. Now, look, sweetheart, maybe we better get a professional painter to do it. Fred Banks could do this. Oh, no Fred Banks, Fred Banks, Fred Banks. My gosh, I can mix up a batch of spank baby pink that'll match this spank baby... Come in. Oh, hello there, Mr. Oldtimer. Hi, Oldtimer. Hello there, kids. What's new? This, uh, bread box. <laughs> this bread box and these canisters. Well, now, ain't they pretty? What color is that, kids? That's what they call spank baby pink, Oldtimer. I'm going to paint the kitchen that color to match the new bread box. Stick around and watch me. Johnny, if I hadn't have read Tom Sawyer years ago, you might have hooked me on that. Besides, <laughs> I, I can't stay around people that are working with paint. I'm allergic. Allergic to paint? Nope, to work. <laughs> oh, you don't know what you're missing, old-timer. When I start mixing paint, people have been known to just stand there kind of hypnotized by my artistry. When I take the primary colors, red, green, and orange, and start delicately... <laughs> Delicately changing their chromatic values according to the laws of refraction and harmony, with due regard for humidity and perspective, I sometimes get my shoes so full of paint I splash when I walk. <laughs> McGee, you're sure you can mix the paint to match this new bread box? Yep. Seems a lot simpler for me to buy a different bread box to match the kitchen. Me too, Johnny. I mind one time when I was a boy, Mama bought a new doorknob that cost $1,700, and she... A new was... doorknob cost 1700 bucks. What was that made out of, solid gold? Nope, just plain porcelain. Oh. But it was wrong color. Yep. Papa had to buy a new door to go with it. That made the front hall look shabby, so after Mama got through having the dining room done over to match the paper she put in the living room to harmonize with the paint job in the hall to tie in with a new door that went with a new doorknob, the total bill was $1,703.10. <laughs>
Adam's life was badly spent. When his father died, he found himself cut off without a cent. <laughs> oh, the monkey and the How you coming along, McGee? You got the color of mixed jack? No, nah, just about. It's still a little red, but a dash of this white will tone her down. Watch this. Ah. Say, uh, how do you know what proportions to use? I go by the gloves. The gloves. You notice when you pour the paint out, how it goes glub, glub, glub? <laughs> well, I've discovered that five gloves of white mixed with ten gloves of red and a glove and a half of gray is almost the exact shade I want. <laughs> How's it look now? Too red. Mm. It's more of an embarrassed shrimp color than... <laughs> than this bank baby pink. Mm-hmm. Incidentally, what's the bucket of paint on the stove? Huh? Oh, that's another batch I got too much red into. By the way, I owe you a new tea strainer. Why do you? I thought maybe I could strain the red out of it, but it didn't work. <laughs> Trainer was too coarse, I think. Too big a mesh. I think so, too. <laughs> now, let me see. One more dash of twerpentine, and I'll just about have this. Yeah. You see, there's quite a knack to mixing paint. Some people never seem to catch on to it. I'm beginning to think I'm one of them. However, I'll just keep everlastingly at it until I... Come in. Oh, it's Mr. Williams from next door, McGee, the weatherman. Come in, Mr. Williams. Hi, Foggy, old weatherman. How are you? Fair, thank you. And warmer since I stepped inside. <laughs> well, let's just say fair and warmer with light shifting eyebrows due to seeing you up to your elbows in paint. That is paint, is it not? Yes, ah, uh, yes. He's going to paint the kitchen, Mr. Williams. Was there something we could do for you? Uh, no, thank you. No, I was just verifying a report from my wife. She happened to be looking out our kitchen window an hour or so ago and saw a shadowy figure scurry furtively into our garage. Oh? It came out again carrying three large paintbrushes and a can of turpentine <laughs> and then darted back through the hedge, coming this way, she thought. <laughs> Rather accurately, it seems. Foggy, that's a wonderful woman you were married to. Thank you. Anyone who can read the label on a can of turpentine at a distance of 45 feet late in the afternoon has got awful good eyesight, and anyhow, I was running like a deer. <laughs> Dearie, don't you think it would be more courteous if you asked Mr. Williams if you could borrow his things? Now, let's not get into that angle of it, kiddo. Suppose I always ask him. Suppose he says no, then where are we? Bad neighbors, ill feeling. This way, I take whatever I want out of his garage, and he takes whatever he wants back of his out of my garage if he can find it. <laughs> What do you think, Mr. Williams? Well, the system has its disadvantages, of course. What disadvantages? Selfish? Yes. Tell us, Mr. Williams. As the trainer of the St. Louis Baseball Club said when he wanted the boys to have a rubdown, let's put all our cards on the table. <laughs> Very well. A few nights ago, about midnight, or a little after, or a little before, I don't know which right now, or care, and neither do you, I'm sure, Mrs. Williams and I... Heard a noise downstairs. I thought it must be burglars, but Mrs. Williams said, no, it's just Mr. McGee borrowing something again. At midnight? In your house? Well, as it turned out, it was burglars. They cleaned out the house. Oh. All the silver, fur coats, and radios, and cameras, and clocks, and our insurance had lapsed. <laughs> well, I don't think that's so amusing, Mr. Williams. No, not amusing, perhaps, but so satisfactory. You see... I was right. (laughs) 
Not being a weatherman, you can't know what that meant to me, Mr. <laughs> well, I must get home and feed my groundhog. Good day. Probably. So long, Father. I do think you've been awfully free about borrowing Mr. Williams' tools and things. Have you ever put anything back? Why should I put them back? He knows where they are. <laughs> Anytime he wants something his back from me, all he got to do is ask. Uh, let me see. A little more linseed oil. Hey, by the way, what is a lin? What do you mean, what is a lin? I mean the kind of a lin that they get the linseeds from to make linseed oil on. Well, that's strange. I never even thought of that. I'm sorry I did. <laughs> Does it matter much? No, except I just got a busy little mind. I like to know the answers to stuff. One of these days, I might get on a quiz program, and I don't want to dummy up on them. I know one question they might ask, which might be embarrassing. What? What's that? Why, when you stir the paint, do you stand with your left foot in one of the other buckets? Huh? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I knew that was there, too. Oh, well, I can't take it out now. It might drip all over the kitchen. Better stand right here till I get the mixture right. How's it look now? Well, to me, it looks like tomato ketchup with just a dash of old crankcase oil. Yeah. It is a little muddy at that, but you got to remember one thing about paint. It dries a lighter color than it, than it goes on. Or does it dry a darker color? Now, let me think. Yes, it dries a darker color than it goes on because I always feel... Hello, folks. May I come in? Oh, oh excuse me. Uh-huh, it's all right, Mr. Wilcox. That was an empty can. Yeah, you better stand in the door there, Junior. You're too clumsy for this sort of stuff. You know anything about mixing things? Yes, I do. Quite a bit, in fact. Well, then keep quiet. <laughs> the only way I'll ever get any place with this job is by accident. Expert advice will only be confusing. Uh, may I ask what all the decorating is about? Yes, you may, Mr. Wilcox. I bought a new bread box and some matching canisters, so himself here is repainting the whole kitchen to match them. I didn't realize it got so drab looking until we got the new bread box, Junior. Well, now, I hadn't wanted to mention it before, pal, but this kitchen has needed something for a long time. Oh. It, uh, well, it looks sort of dull. Well, I tried to do... Oh, don't misunderstand me, Molly. <laughs> don't misunderstand me, Molly. You're the finest housekeeper I know. No doubt about that. But that's the very reason I've been bothered about your kitchen. Well, that's a fine mixed-up statement. Back up and take another run at it, and don't drag your feet. Well, what I mean is Molly keeps her linoleum here looking so bright and clean and sparkling with Johnson's self-polishing glow coat that it makes the rest of the room look sort of drab by comparison. Just look at that beautiful floor. Oh, for the... Ah, those regular applications of glow coat, that tough wax protection against dust and dirt and wear that Molly gives it, just pouring it out, spreading it around, letting it dry to a beautiful gleaming fishing. That's what... But Mr. Wilcox... That's what keeps that linoleum so beautiful and new-looking. Well... Feast your eyes on those shining colors, pal. It's glow coat that does that. Yeah, but because that glow coat protects your linoleum floor coverings against wear and tear, against scuffs and scratches and spill things. Yeah, but that's that... why, that's why even now, this linoleum looks almost brand new. When, as a matter of fact, it's been in here since... Well, say, just for the record, when did you buy this linoleum, Molly? Day before yesterday. That's what I say. Huh? Oh, you threw waxy. <laughs> yes, I... Yes, I... No. I just want to say that if you keep glow coat on this new linoleum, it'll look just as pretty 20 years from now. And may I say one more word? Say it. Goodbye. He cheated. Goodbye is two words. 
He's pretty hard to hit off when he's on that subject, isn't he, McGee? Yeah, but you did it for a minute. Hey, how long have we had this linoleum, anyhow? Oh, bought it when we moved in here, nine years ago. Oh. But, uh, hey, watch the paint, McGee. You're dripping it. I'll call Wilcox back. He'll wipe it up with a damp cloth. <laughs> hey, how's this look now? Getting any lighter? Yes, much. I've seen flags on dynamite trucks that weren't any redder than that. <laughs> First, isn't anything like that spanked baby pink yet? It will be. I'll get it. Hand me that roasting pan, will you? I'm running out of things to mix it in. I gotta have... Hold everything, company. Come in. Oh, 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 oh. Hide the silverware, Molly. It's Horatio K. Boomer. Out here, Boomer. Ah, there, my little Botticelli. Busy with your painting, I see. I can sympathize with you as I, too, have often been in Dutch, boy. (laughs) How do you do, my dear? Hello, Mr. Boomer. I'd ask you to sit down, but himself here has cans of paint on everything horizontal. Quite all right, my dear. Don't, uh, don't worry about that. Can't tarry but a moment. Just hastening down to the post office to mail a letter to an old cellmate of mine, September Jones. Well, that's an odd name, September Jones. He was named after the old saying, 30 days, half September. <laughs> ah, yes. A splendid lad. I took a rap for that boy one time. You took a rap for him? What happened? He was leaving a full warehouse one night just ahead of the cops and loaded. I took a wrap and two mink coats up an alley for him for safekeeping. My gosh, Boomer, when your friends talk about the old ball and chain, they're kidding on the square, aren't they? (laughs) Quiet, you insolent puppy! I seem to have misplaced that letter. I had it just a minute ago. Letter, letter. Here's a piece of copper wire in case I want to wire a copper. (laughs) Here's a midget receiving set for picking up police calls. Received two midgets on this last night. Got them both jobs at the dairy as condensed milkmen. The letter, Boomer, the letter, the letter. You're looking for a letter. Letter? Oh, yes, the letter. Where did I put that? Ah, what have we here? Oh, yes, a couple of short lengths of pipe and an elbow joint. Man in my business needs plenty of good connections. (laughs) Something else way down in this pocket here. Well, well, my garter. <laughs> Pardon me, my dear, I must have dug too deep. <laughs> Check for a short beer and, uh, imagine that, no letter. Now, if you'll pardon my hasty departure, I must see the president of the Pawn Shop Owners Association about a series of parties they're giving this winter. Three balls, I believe. Pip, pip, paint for toodaloo, toodle. <laughs> Men and pass that peace pipe. A medicine man I met said, Don't get yourself in a sweat. When things look gray, just shrug and say, It must have been something I it. And furthermore, when you get sore, here's something you should forget. If your temper's getting a top hand, all you gotta do is just stop and pass that peace pipe and bury that hatchet like a chunk called chicken sauce. Chattanooga, Jimmy Wall, Cho Cho Chango, Chattanooga, Chingaroo, do. If you're feeling mad as a wet hen, mad as you can possibly get, then pass that peace pipe and bury that tomahawk like those Chichi Mex, Cherokee, Chipotex, Cho Cho Chango, Chattanooga, Chingaroo, do. Fury, be 
you got jank beer on jury pass at least by the berry that had you like a chunk of jiggle. Jack Nugget, if you want chunk of jangle. Jack Nugget, jiggle cheek from my nose to my elbow. That's this color. It's splashed a little bit. Mm. Well, I still think it's too red. Mm. Remember now, this is just a kitchen, not a fire station. Yeah, red sure takes a lot of toning down. I think maybe what I better do is start with a bucket of white paint and start adding red to it. Tone it up instead of down. See? I got a kind of a oyster blush pink here that I can't seem to get rid of. Come in. Oh, it's Dr. Gamble. Out here in the kitchen, doctor. Oh, hello, Molly. Has somebody been painting something? I thought I smelled... Paint. Well, get a load of little inchy binchy da vinci. What are you up to now, leadhead? His ears in paint, Doctor. I'm redesecrating the kitchen, Melon Belt. You mean redecorating, stupid. Don't tell me what I mean. Take a look at this mess. <laughs> He's trying to arrive at exactly the right color, Doctor. Yeah. I bought a new bread box and some canisters at the Bon Town this morning, and they made the kitchen look dingy, so he decided to paint the kitchen to match the bread box. You betcha. That sounds like one of his projects. If he ever gets a garden hose that's too long, he'll go out and buy a house with a bigger yard. <laughs> uh, may I ask, Dribble Finger, just what color you're attempting to achieve? Yes, Doctor, you may. According to the sales lady, the bread box is a new color called Spank Baby Pink. Uh-huh. The closest I've been able to come to it so far is a color I call Old Inner Tube Crimson. <laughs> Or fever scarlet. <laughs> Seems to be staying too red all the time, Doctor. Yes. Awfully hard to tone down. Mm -hmm. Whew. Incidentally, isn't it pretty close in here? Close? I don't know why you both don't have headaches that would kill a horse. How do you feel, Percheron? <laughs> Who, me? Well, I'm fit as a fiddle, Ducky. If you're trying to drum up a $3 fee for handing me an aspirin tablet, you're barking up the wrong hypochondriac. <laughs> How about you, Molly? Well, frankly, dearie, I'm a little woozy from the smell of paint. I think I'll go out for a little walk. Staying, doctor? No, thank you. I couldn't stand it. As a physician, I couldn't bear the sight of so potential a case of painter's colic. <laughs> and as a firm believer in the sanctity of the home, this scene of devastation unnerves me. Well, go ahead. Take a walk. A walk will do you good, doc. You're getting a pot on you that a cannibal could boil three friends in. <laughs> My dear boy, I merely give advice on health problems. I don't take it. Come on, Molly. Get out of here before you get turpentineitis. So long, spatter drip. I'll be back very shortly, McGee. Uh, do you mind my leaving? Oh, no, not a bit, Tootsie, not a bit. Probably get along a lot faster without so much kibitzing. See you later, Doc. Oh, boy. I don't see how it can be avoided. Mm. 
Ah, uh, there goes the second. Yes, sir, a couple of cute kids, and with them out of the house, I can really work. Now, uh, let me see. Oh, I'll need one more big mixing pan. Oh, here we are, the wash boiler. Now then, a little red, four gloves of twerp, five gloves of white. There, that tones her right down to a deep green. I dread this first look. I hope he hasn't completely ruined my kitchen. Joe, McGee. Where are you, McGee? I'm out here, kiddo. I'm painting the kitchen, remember? Just finishing up. Well? Sweetheart, I wouldn't have believed it. You've done it. <laughs> take a look at the walls and then take a look at the bread box. How's that for a perfect match? Oh, it's wonderful. It really is. <laughs> How in the world did you ever get that exact shade? Well, it was simple when I figured it out, Tootsie. I just mixed all the paint I had together and got this shade of pink. Yep. <laughs> and I just simply painted the kitchen with it. Yes, but McGee... Then when I finished the kitchen, I took some of the same paint and painted the bread box and the canister sets. <laughs> careful, careful, they're still wet. days, kitchens were gloomy places with floors and woodwork and equipment that were hard to keep clean. But today, the kitchen is a bright room where your family and your friends like to gather. Now, many things help to make your kitchen more cheerful. Gay curtains, colored walls, white kitchen equipment. And, of course, you already know the brightest idea of all, Johnson's self-polishing glow coat on your kitchen linoleum. The bright shine glow coat gives your floors adds a touch of sunshine that makes your whole kitchen sparkle. You see, the famous glow coat gloss is brighter than ever today, nearly twice as bright as before. And it's so easy to have. There's no rubbing or buffing with Johnson's glow coat. To get this sparkling coat of wax protection, just apply it and let it dry. It's such a comfort, too, to know that glow coat protects your floors. Why, dirt and spilled things wipe up just like that. And your floors stay beautiful many years longer. By all means, ask your dealer tomorrow for brighter than ever Johnson's self-polishing glow coat to bring out the beauty of the home. Look on the bright side, shine up the right side, bring out the beauty of the home. You know, McGee, I think you did a wonderful job on that kitchen, and so quick, too. Yep. <laughs> I'll bet a lot of people wonder how in the world you ever mixed the paint and painted a whole kitchen in just 29 and a half minutes. A lot of people? Well, a few. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's wonderful uh, how you can do so much in such a short time on the radio. Well, you couldn't do it except for that one gadget. Which one? The condenser. Good night. Good night, all. This is Arnold Wilcox speaking for the makers of Johnson's Wax Products for Home and Industry, inviting you to be with us again next Tuesday night. Good night. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company. This is WMAQ NBC in Chicago.